until 1998 when the CFC ban goes into effect. Ban? Yes, and you'll have to convert, but he's found a company that has a device that makes conversion unnecessary. It will save you millions. But of course, you're not interested, sir. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, yes, I am interested. Let me see that. No. You mean no? Let me see it. No. Yes. Yeah, hand it over. Hand it over. Right. I'll have it. I'll read this carefully. If it's any good, you'll hear from me. Trick white dudes into saving millions of dollars. <laughs> what the fuck? Just because you're black and a woman. Yeah. And Princess Tegan Wu. We're three friends and a pup, popping movie cherries and falling down fandom rabbit holes with comical social commentary. Each movie we watch and review, at least one of us has never seen, while the others sass, snack, squeal, and snuggle Tegan. Welcome back, guys, to Wait, You Haven't Seen That? I'm Sista. I'm Bree. And I'm Megan. And we've got Tegan licking himself on the couch. Great start. <laughs> With yep. a little cold, so if you hear some weird, like, snuffling snorts, guess we'll Tegan. Tegan's a little under the weather. He's cuddled up, though, and he has kissy marks on his forehead, so True. he's getting better. Yep. Yes. Uh, guys, we just watched The Associate. Woo-woo! It's a Brie pick week, <laughs> yeah. guys! Yay! Brie pick! Yeah! Because you know what? We cannot do the prequels back-to-back. <laughs> no, nope. we sure can't. We needed a break, so nope. we took one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got a quick summary. Um, so we just watched The Associate with Whoopi Goldberg. Um, this is a 1996 classic. And... Uh, <laughs> So, the summary, and I believe this is from uh, Rotten Tomatoes, so the summary is, Laurel, Whoopi Goldberg, is an intelligent investment banker struggling to succeed on Wall Street. When an unqualified white man receives a promotion, she quits her job to start her own business, only to learn that, as a woman, she is not taken seriously. To fool her competitors, (sighs) Laurel creates a fictitious white man named Robert S. Cuddy to manage her financial deals. But as Robert's popularity grows, Laurel realizes that living two lives is harder than she thought it might be. (gasps) A.K.A. Um, Laurel is a Slytherin that got in so deep. Yeah. (laughs) Too deep. (laughs) Too deep. Um, That Ryan Tomatoes fucking hot take summary, (laughs) it's really interesting that, you know, it specifies white white men, mm-hmm. yeah. but it does not specify her as a black woman. Yeah, true. That's true. true. Yeah. Which, um, so there was not a lot about this. It was not super critically acclaimed or anything. Um, but there, like, all of these white guys reviewed it and, like, reviewed it in a really shitty way that just, like, personified the whole like point of the movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're proving our point yeah. so on Rotten Tomatoes it received 28% yeah yeah Whoa. 
low. Yeah. But Which like, is pretty fucking low. I mean, that's... I mean, I thought that was, like, was delightful. Like, hold on, I should look up... Romp. I should yeah. look up Phantom Menace Super in comparison, because I oh, think... God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. So I want to back up for just a second. Brie, because this was your pick. So... How did you come into experience with this movie? What is your background? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to think about that today. Um, it was definitely, like, something that was on, like, a streaming channel that like I TBS came across. No, like, like Hulu or Netflix oh, or something. okay. Um, so you didn't come across this until no, later. Yeah, okay. it was, I think I was in... I think I was in New York, so I mean, that was fairly recently. I mean, many years after it was made, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, totally. So, yeah. And I I was like, God, how have I never seen this? This movie is so... <laughs> and, you know, and I've watched it many times since then. It's just... I just love the arc of it. And, mm-hmm. and I'm a huge Whoopi Goldberg fan, too, so it's just... Well, for anyone who, like, grew up in the 90s, Whoopi, I feel like, yeah. is a part is of... Is everything. Yeah, like, she... Whoopi is everything. Right, Megan, you were, like, kind of miffed, because we've all seen Sister Act. I was so upset we get, about which it. Which means we, we can't, can't watch but, it. And Sister Act, the, too. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I've seen both, yeah. yeah. Me, too. So, yeah. Because they're the, amazing. Yeah, exactly. There's a Broad City episode featuring... Featuring Whoopi, Sister right? Act, too. Yeah. All, like, Whoopi era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I don't know if I've seen that one. Watch Broad City. Well, I've seen all of Broad City, so I've definitely seen yeah. it then. So okay. the one, yeah, uh, where Alana is finally leaving Deals, Deals, Deals with Vanessa Williams. Uh, it's Vanessa know. and Whoopi. Jesus. <laughs> so good. Great. So good. Broad Love City's it. so goddamn good. So, so this is like a gem that you were drawn to, like, probably at like midnight on a Tuesday yeah. on Hulu yeah. and then you're like oh my god this is exactly my brand yeah. 90s Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> like taking on the system taking right. on the patriarchy mm-hmm. the fucking patriarchy yeah very true so just for comparison I had to pull it up. Yes, but I'm interested. Phantom Menace received a 54% on tomatoes. I'm offended. I am also offended by this. Like, what the hell? Like, that movie was garbage. I know it was. <laughs> I'm aware. We all sat through it. This Listeners, you were like there with a us. Fucking beautiful piece of heirloom jewelry. <laughs> no, it's that fan brooch. Yeah, she has on like multiple times in this. Yeah. It is the entire brooch collection of this movie. Yeah. With some scarves thrown into it. Yeah. So many scarves. Like, the scarf and hat game was very was, strong in this film. It was so strong. There was a blossom hat in there at one point. Yeah, like, really the blossom. Boss, blossom hat. Yeah, yes. it was amazing. I was into that. And Whoopi had all the pillbox hats. Yes. Uh-huh. She's Oof. rocking it. And her dreads, so great. So The curl, so. <laughs> the okay. dreads and the curl. The curling of the dreads. We need to find out if that's a thing. I could probably I, It seemed yeah. to not do anything. Just saying. I saw well, her hair throughout, and it did not seem to give it curl. Right. I could, I mean, it could The only maybe... time she had that curl was when she went to that holiday party. Right. Right. I think maybe that was a little bit more of a comedic effect. Or just, like... Well, 100%, which hair. I don't really understand. Like, 
I get it if it's for comedic effect, but it serves absolutely no purpose other than to, like, make her look a certain way, which I'm not a huge fan of. I don't know. There are other ways to convey that she's, like, at home. I'm like, give her a robe and slippers. Goddamn. Like, why do we have to put her in curly? Like, that just felt, it felt a little archaic in, like, 1950s housewife to me, and I just was not into it. Like, if you're actually gonna do something, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird production choice. And that the curling, like, the curler styles changed every time. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was really weird. Like, at first it was, like, the hard rollers with the clips. Right. And then it was the soft pink ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was even another set that was different Yeah, it was, again, it stood out and it was, like, what? What's happening there? Unclear. Yeah. Unclear. I, you know, I hadn't really thought about that critically. But <laughs> I'm so glad that we have, you know, as this, you know, it's like, I think this is like the family heirloom, like, that gets passed down and, like, you find out more about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was very, like, nine to five meets First Wives Club for yeah. me. Yeah. In, like, tone and aesthetic, truth. Yeah. God, I really wish one of us hadn't seen one of those movies either. I know. <laughs> Damn it. Because <laughs> those are fucking great. I, like... I mean, we can just watch movies. Okay, yeah, That's I true. know. I know. We could make bonus content. Right. <sighs> That's so true. We might have to do that, listeners, because I tell you what, yeah. I love me some first wives. Hot club. takes on nineties movies. Yes. That can be like our <laughs> other podcast. There we go. <laughs> My God. Because we're already at I'm like, like we're, fifty listens, yeah. so we should probably start another one. Start right? another just one. Just branch out. Megan, <laughs> once you're done with grad school, we'll just do like four other podcasts. Yeah, there yeah. we go. There Perfect. we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so listeners, if you guys hadn't picked up on this yet, I'm in grad school right now too. So apart from this podcast and editing this podcast. P.S. working full-time as also, a social worker? Yeah. Yeah, I also yeah. work full-time, and I do grad school, so it's great. I am clearly a Ravenclaw, though. It never comes out stronger than my in my commitments. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. overcommitments. Ye- what? Correct. <laughs> Correct. So we're talking about, can we talk about characters, maybe? Yes. yes. Can we delve into, like, each of them individually? Wait, I mean, yeah. I mean, Let's... speaking of being in Ravenclaw, I feel like, um, like, Whoopi is a straight up like Slytherin. She is. She is. Like a really good depiction of Ab- like. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And she even had a Slytherin scarf. Like, I know. A velour Slytherin silver and green, green scarf. scarf. Yeah. I know. I was like, did they brand it this way? And I was like, nope. <laughs> Harry Potter wasn't out yet. Later. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> I was like, girl. It's in the ethos. Yes, yeah, exactly. It sure exactly. Was. But right, it shows like. The colors. Right, the system is set up to not be fair to her, and she's aware of that, so she takes it into her own hands of... She sure does. ...finagling a way around it. Yep. Yeah. And it reminded me, too, a little bit of kind of, like, I don't know, Shakespearean comedies a little bit, like A Midsummer Night's Dream, where, like, the ruse just gets, like, bigger and bigger. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And all of a sudden, she's getting in, like full prosthetic drag to, like... Yes, yes. <laughs> quite drag. Right, quite drag. Like, 
in order to continue it. And yeah. Yeah, I'm into, uh, I mean, I know it's a trope, and that's fine, but I, I really do enjoy it when, like, the ruse is getting out of hand. Yeah. And the, the lengths at which our protagonist will go to, like, continue. And, I, and I'm super on board with a lot of the tropes in this. Uh, like, you know, I think the, yeah, escalation <laughs> trope and the... Oh, man. And the deception slash manipulation that was going on. Um, but, like, all for the greater good. Like, this is oh, a totally. system. No, totally. It was, uh, that's why I'm on board with it. And so it's all about right? taking down the patriarchy. Yeah, that's why I'm on board with it. The only trope I wasn't on board with was not including Sally in on this, you know? Um, oh, so, right, that it was, like, a, a But, real. like, hello, Draco, like, it's, <laughs> it takes a long time to develop that That's trust. So true. That's true. That's Slytherins so take true. a long time to develop. Well, That's and cool. also, like, but, and then credit to Sally, who we initially were like, oh, she's Ravenclaw, mm-hmm. because she's she, like, creates her own, like, Filing system. filing system online that's like super that's, advanced yeah exactly but yeah. no her true like she is all about heart she's a little she's hufflepuff. a hufflepuff she's definitely a hufflepuff. yes and, and she, like watching her for five years learning how she works right like, admiring and admiring her, her, yes right? and like no i and would rather totally support you and like mm-hmm. still supportive totally <laughs> oh, oh, love her but then like to sally's credit she's like oh no i figured that out ages ago yeah i know my mm-hmm. job is like, to help I you with this. Mm-hmm. Aww, I, I love that. And Do I you... think that like makes it more <laughs> fulfilling for both of them to yeah. be like, I see you, and I'll mm-hmm. just like, I don't need you to handhold me. Like, right, I'm on your level. Right, right. I'm here for it. Yeah. So should we talk about Whoopi, and should we talk about Diane Weist? Right. Yeah. That's who plays Sally. Cool. So yes. Let's talk about him. What do you got on him? <laughs> um, like. What are your hot takes on them? My hot takes? I mean, besides their magical, like, Slytherin Hufflepuff dynamic, which I was just like, yes, I'm I'm fully here for that. I mean, I think the, like, the movie is kind of taking on a lot of larger ideas and kind of, like, I did appreciate how Sally, you know, it's like, yep, traditionally, like, women hold the role of, like, support of secretary, like, in that kind of, like... Mm-hmm high-powered business financial world but that like showcasing that she's not just like some expendable ninny she's very like helpful and yeah. like, integral to like the success mm-hmm. and that like her being overlooked is also an injustice mm-hmm. like her like down you know downplaying and dismissing her role and like taking her for granted and mm-hmm. like that role for granted in general is like also not okay yeah, I also really like that, and I love their reaction or their interaction at the beginning. beginning yeah, right? totally. When Sally essentially just calls her on this, mm-hmm, right, yeah. and is like, "I'm not some fucking dumb secretary." She doesn't say that exactly, but she, you know, right. she's basically, like, and she's like, "Look at this big reveal! Yeah. Like, I've got the inside loop on this. Like, exactly. I know what's fucking up. I uh-huh. totally. see how this all works. I've been paying attention. Absolutely." Totally. Yeah. So I really like that interaction, and I like that she stands up for herself, you know, right from the beginning. She's not going to be walked on, she's going to be respected, and then essentially, you know, comes to Whoopi's aid pretty immediately. I mean, you know, like, when, uh, and so the story arc essentially is they, um, you know, Whoopi's working for this, uh, you know, big uh, investment. Manchester. Yeah, Manchester. Manchester. Big, big investment firm, right? And she leaves because... I think the actor is Tim Daly, um, and he 
she's, you know, a dick white man who Frank. essentially takes her... Motherfucking yeah, Frank. motherfucking Frank, who takes her promotion. Ugh. And so she's like, fuck you, I'm leaving. Starts her own place, right? And then Sally, it, like, comes over to check on her, basically. And is like, yo, what up? How are things? And Whoopi's like, oh, things are great, it's all fine! <laughs> As we all do when we, like, make those big leaps. Totally. And we had, you know, like, said all these things, and then when it's not working out, it's like, nah, nah, I have, like, a lot of stuff going on, guys. <laughs> like, you gotta save face. Yeah, yeah exactly, totally. Exactly. Yeah. So Whoopi's trying to save face, and Sally's like, why don't you just let me answer this phone call for you right quick? And Whoopi's like, no, please don't. And then gets... no privacy. Uh, very hard slithering. <laughs> and then she gets rejected, and Sally's like, hold up. Let me just call this person right quick. I'll get you, like, an actual meeting with these other folks. Presumably. And fucking does it immediately. It is amazing. She bowls with. Yeah, right. right? Well, and that's the other thing, too. Like, this idea, like, all the secretaries know each other, and all mm-hmm. the secretaries hold the, like, the scheduling power. So, mm-hmm. again, kind of like, yeah, this role is valuable and mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me, too, of, like, I don't know. My mom was an elementary school teacher for 30 years, and she always was like, yeah, you got to be good friends with the custodians and the people who work in, like, the um like the food like the lunch department totally like you know those positions that like people take for granted are overlooked and like you know deemed not as worthy but it's like when you want shit done in like a larger system like yeah yeah, like those are the people those are the people who like have the ins and outs and are the like interconnections that make it work as a whole absolutely and i was like yeah sally like Mm -hmm. utilizing slash perfectly exploiting that Thank yeah you, right Sally. Like, i know i know <laughs> it reminded me of house elves in harry potter if i'm yeah, being honest I mean, you know right? i was like this is essentially like dobby this is creature in the seventh one just like <laughs> fucking tearing it up and being amazing and just crushing the game right and because they're overlooked which because is, they're exactly and yeah. like Voldemort didn't anticipate that shit but anyway sorry so and the patriarchy anticipate. didn't anticipate Sally being amazing <laughs> <laughs> all I have to say about that but or I got a moral for that oh though, right I know lately yes, yes. Well, and parallel. Right. Well, and Laurel <laughs> yeah. too. Like in her her speech at the end of like revealing that Cuddy that is Laurel, so right? Like she says, like I played by the rules. Like I did it right. And the reality of that is, it did not get me in the doors that it gets the rest of you. Yeah. And like that's what privilege looks like. Mm-hmm. And like. Totally. Yeah. The whole movie is essentially about her being like, yeah, fuck this system, yep. and like. Right? This is how, like, I don't know. This is what inequality does to us, y'all. Like, now I'm committing fraud, you fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It escalates quickly. Exactly. (laughs) Because racism and the patriarchy is the worst. Racism and sexism. Now I'm committing fraud. Guys, did we really have to do this? We really didn't have to do this. You could have just listened to my goddamn ideas to begin with. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. It's like... And I'm sure at some points, like, some of her partners, like, did listen to, right? They, like, heard her, but because of, like, you know, oh, what's that? Something bias? Oh, my God. Implicit implicit bias? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, you can't actually hear it for what it is, because, like, humans always have bias. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, and the first scene where we see Laurel, Mm -hmm. 
she is the only woman and the only person of color in a meeting with three other like white dudes and she's doing that whole thing which this came up a lot too which i i appreciated that deal of like when you are the like the minority or the other or like in her case like multiple Mm -hmm. minorities in like one you know (laughs) human Yeah. yeah like when the people surrounding you are like from their point of privilege you know like making like you know kind of sexist remarks or the jokey comments i mean she's in a fucking strip club yeah trying to do some like you know it's like you play to that in order to like try to get shit done this is her playing by the rules right she like plays to that level and she like lets it slide and lets it slide and lets it slide until she's like fuck this shit like no exactly right yeah, and I, I do want to talk, so I'm glad you mentioned the strip club. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of forgot that happened. We yeah. literally go... it happens so quick, so, quick. so early. I was going like, to say, we go right from uh, the credits scene, right? And this, the like, meeting. The credits are literally just coming off the screen. And yeah. we're suddenly in a strip club. And then and also, a strip club. the credits, yeah. though, Abrupt. were great. And the font, you know, like, tied into the movie was appropriate. Oh, yeah, it was just, Wall Street font. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just need to point that out. Yeah. Great font. Bree's like, good job fonting, unlike Star Wars. But <laughs> Not basic at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think the, the strip club needs to come up because it's something that's brought up throughout the movie and that I do struggle with a little bit is, like, the sexualization of females throughout it, and I think Whoopi is coming at it from the perspective of, you know, you don't have to be sexual, like, you should use your brain and not yeah. your vagina, mm-hmm. which I get, but I, <laughs> but I also don't super appreciate that, because, like, can I not be sexy and smart? Because that, those, that right. shit plays out in a lot of movies for a long time, and, like, I don't love that. Like, you can be both. Oh, totally, yeah, but... you can be slutty and smart. Exactly. As a news anchor. Yeah. As a... <laughs> I do love that According that came out. According to yes. her drag queen friend, oh, slutty and smart news anchor. Of news course. anchor, great. I think Charlie, that like great character, yeah, right. So uh, the way that Laurel goes about like trying to make a like a headway in a system that is not there to support her mm-hmm. is through like creating the front of like the image they want to see, which is a successful white man, mm-hmm. right? But then with Camille, is that yeah. the super sexy lady's name? Yeah. Like, Camille kind of takes the, she, I feel like she represents the more, like, allowed or traditional route, mm-hmm. or, like, trope yeah. <clears throat> for, like, women in the business world that it's, like, well, yeah, because, like, She's we're like deemed inf- valuable because yeah. of our sexuality, that's right. my tool, that's, which I think is a very real thing. Yeah, like, it's a valid tool. Right, yeah. it, well, it's, like, and comes out because of, like, yeah, of course they're not gonna listen to you. Mm-hmm. but they want to fuck me, so I'm yeah. going to use that as a tool. Yep. And so, like, both of them are, like, trying to, like, make their way and be heard in this system that's not set up for them. Right. And, like, right, it, like, kind right. of shows the two different routes that that can take, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. And Homegirl, too, I wasn't ready for her, like... <laughs> Just being in full La Perla, Ooh. ass out. I was like, god damn, y'all. The okay. second time you meet her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second time, and I was like... But also for that character, and Ky- she was like a characterizational a little bit, right? Totally, she was a little over the top. Yeah. But at I the feel same like time, them, right? All of the periphery women were right, like like, like you said, a little heavy-handed. Yeah, yeah just like all the stereotypes in one character. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But also that that's a, a valid, that's a valid thing to represent. Of like, yeah, like 
that is like the tool that some women feel is like their only valid one and mm-hmm. so like they double down on it and right right tits out man yeah, yeah. they were very nice boobies too they were and nice. the ass, we got some nice Woo. ass. I know. Yeah. Listen, I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I just, you know, I think uh, it, it was, I, before we started the podcast, I, yeah. I did afterwards say, you know, I, I liked the movie, a little heavy-handed at times, and that was my biggest criticism, totally. I think, is just that, you know, it can be a little heavy heavy-handed at, at moments. Sure. But well, and think, too, like, this was 96. This is 96. Right. Yeah, that's, exactly. That they're even addressing any of this seems like a huge, like, step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, but, I mean, at the same time, it was, yeah, the critical acclaim for it. It just reflected <laughs> all the bullshit that it... it yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really unfortunate. There is, um, there's a really cool thing that I found. I didn't find a lot on this, but, um... This woman, uh, Ra- uh, Raquel J. Gates, wrote this book, Double Negative, The Black Image in Pop Culture, and it seems like it was, like, a textbook, like, probably for, you know, studies. Women's studies or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, but she, like, talks at length about the associate and, like, its perception and, like, um, you know, at the time, like, how people were perceiving Whoopi Goldberg and, like, it was, mm-hmm. it was really oh, interesting, interesting, like you could like google it and get a couple pages of like reading um but like she really goes into it and it was i don't know that was really cool like, to where, what find whoopies what was yeah where was she at what was her career so I was gonna say, yeah she this is like the and i i wish i had looked it up a little more in depth i kind of periphery know it um she was dating ted danson at the time <laughs> yes he showed up at a roast for her in blackface. <gasps> what? And she... What? Yeah, like, Holy obvious, shit, how yeah. did I not know this? Yeah. Oh my god. Um, That's not And, like, she... Ted like, Danson? Yeah, she I'm like... condoned it, and so, like, it, oh, it became really problematic for her, and, like, the black community is, like, they didn't feel that she was very black. Plus, like, she changed her name... You know, like, Whoopi Goldberg was not her given name, right. and, like, the taking of, like, a Jewish name kind of was, like, you know, an affront to the black community in a way oh. of, like, she, we don't kind of claim her. And no so... Way. Oh, Whoopi. That, like... And uh, Raquel Gates gets into this a little bit in her... In, like, this, you know... Uh, I think she's, like, comparing... There's, like, a couple 90s movies she's, like discussing uh-huh. um but yeah so interesting it's the when this came out and like you know roger and ebert were real shitheads about it and like scored it really yellow but again because like they were just like oh well this doesn't seem probable or something like you know like it was just like real shithead white guy answers to or like responses to seeing something like that mm-hmm. in 96 like, and yeah obviously this is fiction it's like an over-the-top story but like the i don't know the dynamics that it's working with are very real for mm-hmm. you know for a, a lot of women and people of color so mm-hmm. yeah so i mean all the critics were pretty tone deaf to like to it on top of the not really knowing how to you know, feel about the whoopee thing, and I don't know. There's only, there's only two times that her race is brought up, and, like, one is with Sally, 
you know, I think Sally says it both times, you know, like, oh, it needs to be white. Right. Mm -hmm. But that, because, like, her race is never addressed, it's, like, because she's a woman, and that's what they keep saying, oh, because you're a woman, and not, like, identifying her as a black woman. Right, and how that's, like, a huge part of it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But because of this whole Ted Danson thing. Huh. That, like, they weren't addressing her race. It's true. There, it was definitely, like, very much more, uh, like, all of the commentary was mostly about gender. Yeah. Yeah, that was going on. Which I very much appreciate, but it's so true that, like, women of color, that's Yeah, like, the, she, that's, she's got the double whammy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Which was, what did she say? She, I'm gonna... Something about a whammy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to perpetrate a great big whammy. Yeah, because she's got two of them. Goddamn. Love it. Goddamn. Love it. That was the best quote. And they have it at the end. At the end of the credits. Yeah, it's also that line again. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) That's what they pulled out. (laughs) The editor was like, Oh, I love it. You heard it once? Let's hear Um, it again. Also, I think the director is also the director for. First Wives Club. I really? Think I read that somewhere. Really? Cool. So at Donald yeah, Petrie. And I think the, so this movie came after she had done Ghost, after she'd done both Sister Act 1 and Sister Act 2. Yeah. So she, so I she mean, had like, a pretty big name at this point. She was a fan favorite. Totally. Yeah. But she was experienced, I mean, as like all celebrities do, and that's like becoming more, as our, you know, cultural climate changes, right? Mm-hmm. Like celebrity perception is like very right you can come under fire you know yeah but condoning blackface yeah that would not fly today at all no Mm-mm. well and yeah i i'll have to look more into that i cannot do something but yeah it is i just i think i'm kind of like i'm just really afraid to open that <laughs> You're all, there's like still a love joni mitchell blackface and i can't even know my, no. my soulmate Joni Mitchell I have to I can't isn't that the hard thing about like growing up guys mm-hmm. and like learning you're just like oh all my heroes are mm-hmm. fallible fallible humans yeah but like exactly right. blackface fallible is like a, a different level a level like Agreed. a fundamental level that you're like ah, you can't like you can't how you arrive there is like beyond it shouldn't have been a thing should not have been Nope. No. Nope. Yeah. What are you There's, doing in that realm? No. Why are Why no. are you? You're. I mean, you're intelligent. This. How is this happening? <sighs> Was her first big thing the color purple? Whoopi. Whoopi. Eighty five. Really? Yeah. It was eighty five. Jesus. Yeah. That is also on our watch list. I have online. Yeah, I've read it. I haven't watched I it. I haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Either. Yeah, I think that might have been her first big Whoa. thing. Yep. That's pretty wild. Because I just, I pulled her filmography, and I, I, I knew she, I think I knew she was in that, but I didn't realize that was her first. Was really her first big thing. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Dang. I don't know. I don't think I put that together either. Whoopee. Whoopies. I still, I, I don't know. I got it. I'll find out about this blackface situation. Okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Cause uh, also, like, likes that's that what, like, list. I love Ted Danson, like, right. three men and a little baby, like, oh, I know. God. I know, I love Ted Danson, And that's bored really to upsetting. death, and, like, I don't know, I think, and I think there is, I 
yeah, I think there's something on um, that Dak Shepard podcast where he talks to Ted Danson, and they might even bring it up. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's worth a listen. But, yeah, I'm going to do some recon. When your heart's ready. <sighs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> to possibly be broken again. Oh, God. Oh, I know. Oh. No. No. <laughs> Talk about um, motherfucking. Uh, how did I do it? Write it down again. Oh wait, no, I did. Uh, Cindy Mason. The, oh yeah, the Cindy Wall Mason. Street. Oh, she's a lot. So Cindy Mason is the uh, report, played by reporter. Lainey Kazan, uh-huh. aka the mom from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, nice. And yes. like all the trophy Jewish lady New Yorker roles. The hair. Yeah. So gorgeous. It's like a wall of hair. Yeah, it's just this, like, wave wall. Yes. Yeah. So So high. So much Aquanet. Yes. So much. (laughs) Right? That ozone definitely depleted around her. (laughs) But, yeah. She's an interesting character, because she's definitely a Slytherin, too. Um, She is... All of them are Slytherins. All the Wall Streets are Slytherins. Yes! Except for uh, Sally. Sweet, sweet, And also Aesop. Fuck is Aesop? Aesop's a Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw? He's a Peter Pettigrew or something. I don't know. No, he's, he's just like he's just like bumbling around. He's and... just into his computers. <laughs> he's a Ravenclaw. I'll be real. I couldn't fully follow what was happening with his story. <laughs> I was getting too distracted by like the magnificent hat scarf combos. I also <laughs> was distracted by the love story between him oh, and Sally yeah! happening. And then they and then like, nothing ever kids. happened. person's like list of like uh the associate tropes yeah. and like one of them was like the ship that didn't happen yes <laughs> oh my god and that is definitely the ship that didn't happen yeah. no. i but mean that, like i mean the like, eye fucking i was like, here I for know. it like the the amount of on-screen time they have together <laughs> yes. and like as soon as they're on screen together it's like okay all right this is it i'm here for this it this is it we're shipping the them it's happening it's them. all great it's fine right. well, they're gonna like, be a couple this will be a part no. of like how sally like part of like <laughs> sally's like triumph in the yeah. by yeah. the end of the story will be like she will have found this like nice albeit awkward gentleman and you know like magically his business is saved and da 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 Nope, didn't pick it up again. They nope. just had that, like, prolonged, like, awkward flirting, <laughs> which I was totally here for. Like, it was very, like... But, like, no payoff, though. No, Scooby gang. No, blue-balled me. He was just in the Scooby gang. You know? Yeah, he sure yes. was. Just, just True. hanging out. Their oh little ragtag crew. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, like, Wall Street Reporter, which I didn't realize yeah, that was sorry, a we thing. Yeah. Like, no, it's okay. Like, I don't know if that's... I don't know. I've never worked on Wall Street, so I don't know. Yeah, but I like, don't know the realities of Wall right, Street. Of I that, have no like, fucking idea. <laughs> that like she's like she's I dedicated know, I think they to like really were to like to the gossip, like the gossip in Wall Street was enough that she is a dedicated reporter, like purely to that. She was yeah. a Rita Skeeter. She like, was, you know. Starting but at, the, at the end, though, she was like, yes, yeah. Like, she she was, like totally changed her yeah. tune after being like. Oh, I would love to do a profile on you, but first you have to get me Cuddy. Right? Well, and that's the. She seems to be like, she wants to talk to the top dog, and when it turned out that, you know, Laurel was the top dog, she was like, respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it was, again, like, 
heavy-handed, but still, like, a fair visual <laughs> of, like, they're at this, like, literal boys-only club, mm-hmm. and so all of the, like, women who have, like, helped along the way, <laughs> and the women reporters are behind this, like, red, you know, you red, cannot pass the velvet, velvet, velvet rope. rope of privilege. Yes. But not the Janet Jackson velvet rope. No. And yeah, homegirl's there with her aquanet hair and, like, enormous earrings, and it's just, like... Great yes. brooch. Her brooch yes. in the end scene. You know, between I mean, the fan brooch and that gold brooch game was very strong brooch. in this yeah. movie. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All the accessories, man. The scarves, yes. the hats, the brooches. On the point. earrings. Yeah, yeah. the, like, oh, yeah. sparkles on dresses, which yep. is a very, like, 90s, early 2000s Very thing. much so. Yes. All the sparkles. We Yeah, because we got to go to a black tie event, which was, yep. like, magical for the... Oh, God, yeah, the sequins. The outfits. The right. outfits, yes. There were definitely still some shoulder pads Ooh, yeah. also. I was like, I oh. feel like that was an 80s thing, but it, no, no. it stayed no, around in the it, 90s. It, like, for yeah. bled in. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, it was really just, like, an extended transition where the color palette changed and the <laughs> things got a little baggier. Yeah, yeah. But oh, other than yeah. that, it was a pretty same-same. The yeah. box, why was that a thing I don't 90s? know, I but don't I... Understand. Yeah, I can't with it, actually. It's so unflattering it's for so everybody. It's so unflattering. It's not like a... It's not cute. It's not cute for anyone. It just isn't. <laughs> and, like, they doubled down real hard in the 90s slash early 2000s. I mean... the box silhouette. Yeah, like, Jenko pants forever. I don't understand. <laughs> I lived for my Jenko. I know, right? I'm like, but why, though? But why? I... Why did any of us wear them? But we did. Like but my we did. favorite. I would... When I put those on, I'm like, yeah, what? Felt like a badass. Yeah. I see. I never owned a pair of those. I was more into the, like, um, because, like, at that time, like, the revival in fashion, right, like, throwback was 60s for us in the movies, right? uh Yeah. So I was very much like, yes, I'm going to wear these, like, hip hugger. The fringe. (sighs) Like, bell bottom jeans. And I'm short, spoiler alert. And so the backs of my jeans were always just, like, so torn, torn up yeah. and, like, gross. Same on the Jenkos. Yeah. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Yes, fully. <laughs> yeah. So that's really, that's the over, that's what connects all of my yeah. fashion. Yeah. Boxy like, and, like, <laughs> your jeans are going to get tore the fuck up on the ground. Yeah, and then, like, when <laughs> you'd finally get through and the seam would split from, like, the, or, like, the hem would split yes. from the pant. <laughs> and then you'd get, like, your shoes stuck in the, you know, the little <laughs> hole and then you'd have to cut it off, and so then it had, like, this weird, it didn't drag anymore in that spot. But right, but your pants were actually asymmetrical at that point. Yeah. Yes. And just, like, torn. Completely. But that was kind of part of the aesthetic, too. You're like, yes. oh, you've, like... A little grungy. Yeah. Like, like oh, yeah. yeah, I know that. I know that life. No one knew that, that life in this life. movie, though. No. 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 It was, like, business <laughs> How did we get here? I don't know. <laughs> we... <laughs> We start talking about nineties fashion and immediately fall into a jinko. Yeah, sorry, that was my bad. I brought that up. (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, I'm not mad. I'm just. I I think that can be part of the Patreon perks for this episode. (laughs) I will post my like Genko game. Yes. Not the same timeline, but since we've gone into this wormhole, since we're here, since we're here. (laughs) Well, it was like all otherwise. It was all like very, you know, like business cash slash like business formal. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, so other than the outfits in this, because that's a great point to make, but also the '90s tech. Oh yes. my god! Can 
we bring that up? Can we talk about that? That was on my list. Hey, Greg. I'm like, I feel like this is just a great lead into that. So, absolutely. Holy shit. Watching this and the the computers, the fax machines, (sighs) the copiers. Oh my god, that little portable. What did she get her? Yeah, the portable like radio TV watch. Right, and like the it was like the Walkman TV. Yes. The antenna on that thing was off of the screen. Like, yeah. it could not fit in fit. Yep. <laughs> yep. It sure couldn't, and it was amazing. And, like, the screen had to have been, like, oh, I don't know, was... two by three inches. Like, yeah. So, so tiny, tiny and grainy. But they were yeah. like, this is amazing. This is awesome. both, like, geeking out about right? it. Right? Oh, Patty, you so good to me. Well, and I did enjoy that part, too, that, like, Sally leaned into it and was like, Oh, yeah, I wasn't going to tell you I knew that Cuddy existed. I still wanted the present. I wanted the gifts. <laughs> yes, Sally. Yeah. Yeah. You get it, girl. You get yeah, yours, Sally. make this work for you. Exactly. <laughs> Huffle boundaries. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, and the... Well, anytime a film or television includes tech, right, it immediately timestamps it. Yep. It can't, like, it can't help it. Yeah. But all the, like, cutting-edge technology that's... Because there's a lot of that in this movie, actually, yeah. which is so interesting. This is a lot, and like the whole the Syntax, the oh, yeah. right. Packard, like it's all like tech stuff, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, that's but, the, the no. They ASAP. leaned into the tech things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how, you don't have the foresight in '96 to be like, oh, this is gonna really. You're like not trying to think about the future. Oh no, yeah. and now neither are we now either, right? Like, right. no, we're dating ourselves now. Right. True. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I'm going on to the AOL. Oh, so magical! (laughs) If you like are really feeling nostalgic for the '90s tech, Mm -hmm. just take a little watch of the creating of Cuddy. Yes, and you'll get all of the '90s tech you've been missing in your life. Totally, truth. Totally. They log on to Netscape. That seeing that (laughs) logo again, I was like, oh yeah, that's Netscape. Yep. (laughs) It was a thing. It was a thing. It was. It Falsifying was records thing. seems like it was way easier back in the 90s. <laughs> tell you what. Tell you what. If the associate taught me anything, 90s was when you wanted to falsify records. Yes. That's correct. Oh, man. In the name right. of equality. In the name of, like, getting a fair shake. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. This is crazy. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah, the 90s. Uh, the tech. I, yeah, I'll never get over it. It's fine. <laughs> I really, I feel so grateful to have experienced it, because I feel like mm-hmm. it gives you such a good perspective. Totally. Yeah, what, yeah, tell me about your personal experiences with 90s tech when you were in the 90s. <laughs> in the 90s. In the 90s. I feel like I just had this conversation, but I'm happy to always have this conversation. <laughs> 90, we're talking 90s? What? 90s? I'm in. Breeze ears go up. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Because I can't quite remember when we got our first home computer. I think we got ours in, like, I was 95, in, I want to say. I was in middle school. I was, like, I kindergarten. That. Really? Yeah. Oh, we so had an old school Big Apple, and my dad, Whoa. yeah, I think it was it was definitely, like, mid to late 90s. I feel like mine was more, like, 98, 99. Because my mom was a teacher. Mom, shout out twice. Um... <laughs> Way to go, mom in public ed. Uh, so anyway, at, like because she was a teacher, and my brother and I were like obviously you know like she had to if she had to stay later at school, we just like stayed at school with her. So we like would use the computers there, like mm. at school. 
so like I feel like that kind of staved off us like getting one necessarily until it was like oh no you have to do homework on a computer ours was 100% for the games (laughs) my dad loved playing Frogger (laughs) what and there yeah so there was Frogger and my dad and I would play I would crawl into his lap and we would play Frogger together Oh. Like when you're crossing the traffic, right? No, no, sorry. This is this was like Mac-based Frogger, so this was like a trivia game, and you would and he what? would like yeah, and it was like, like a munchers. it was like it was no, it was like trivia, and you'd have to like eat the right answer, and then there was also like a mystery component to the game as well, and it almost looked like a Hamburglar situation, kind of like Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, kind mm. of. So there was that component as well. It was pretty adorable. It was good daddy-daughter time for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Then there's also this sweet stick figure game. I don't know what the fuck that was, but there was just like a wall of lava. It's just like red coming across the screen at you, and you had to like jump through all of these like different like obstacles. It was cray. My only, like, (laughs) we weren't, my mom was like very against video games. When we were growing up, I mean, she was a teacher, so she. We was had like, original Nintendo. My mom loved Zelda. Really? Yeah, you guys. Mom McCord. Oh my God, she's still the biggest gamer I know. Still. Wow. She's the best. You Aww. guys. Yeah, they're huge gamers. They're the sweetest. Shout out parents again. Sorry, I always bring up my parents on this podcast. This podcast becomes like <laughs> the associate slash our parents. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's talk about it, guys. No, like, my mom was, I think it kind of came from, like, A, that didn't make sense to her, B, she was a teacher, and mm-hmm. so, like, kids trying to sneak in Game Boys and shit, oh, she was yeah. like, uh-uh, not here, <laughs> Yeah, know, not here for that. Yeah, that's so, like, interruption. Yeah, so But what about, like, Tamagotchis, though? Yeah. I, I hate those. No, I had, I, t- I had a Tamagotchi. I, I mean... Gigapets? Tamagotchis? I had a Tamagotchi. I a Tamagotchi girl. Mm-hmm. I love both of them. Neon, yellow, and... <laughs> At one point, Ooh, I think I had, like, ew. three of them, and I was trying to keep all of them alive. It oh, was no. real bad. Oh, God. So you overcommitted to the responsibilities of your Tamagotchis, Megan? I may have. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> oh, my God. From an early period. Tamagotchi overcommitment. <laughs> Flash forward to 2019. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are uh, my overcommitments looking Same problem. Like different things. Trail at the computers at school. Yeah. That, oh yeah. That was like Oregon educational, trail. quote unquote. Like we all played that. That was a part of like once you were done during yeah. like computer class time, yeah. fifth grade, you were allowed to play Oregon Trail. Yeah, that was fourth grade for me. Yeah, I definitely did that. Did you guys fuck with Amazon Trail at all? Where you're going down the Amazon and you no. spear fish. No. Amazon collect Trail. Rubber. What the? Yes. You go through the mist. <laughs> Oh no. my god! No, I only got fucking dysentery. No, no mist for me. You did get yeah, some. What? You got like something. That's there so was much some dysentery. like waterborne disease. All it been dysentery. I don't know. So dysentery yeah, was, everywhere. Yeah, but you would eat, like, every time fish you weren't supposed to eat, and it would sting you or something. Yeah. yeah. I just remember like Amazon Trail was pretty cool. Oh uh, man, with Oregon Trail, I was like all very like, okay, how can I optimize my like source like going to the store mm-hmm, at the beginning mm-hmm. and very much like 
the puzzle's too big. I can't see all the pieces. Like, how am I going to make it through? <laughs> and then one of, I always got very sad if an animal died, because, yeah. like, that's how I was as, I mean, still as an adult, but, like, as a child, it was very, I was like, yeah. no! No, my oxen have perished! Exactly, exactly! <laughs> Fuck! They didn't make it across <laughs> the river, Fortune! Exactly! <laughs> Megan here. I'm going to go ahead and stop the episode there today. Went off on a bit of a 90s rant at the end of that episode, so you're welcome. Um, So join us back in two weeks' time um, on Wednesday for our next installment of our continued conversation of The Associate. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to our patrons so far. Thank you so much, you guys. Um, You are really a terrific crew. And uh, I was able to purchase some new mics for Sista, Bree, and myself. So, yay! Hopefully our sound will improve. Um, So our last recording at this point with the old mics um, was Revenge of the Sith. So uh, keep an ear out and and let us know what you think. Um, Hit us up on social media or shoot us an email. Let us know how you like the new sound. Um, Thank you, patrons. And... uh, Looking forward to some more Patreon content. You guys will see 90s photos of the squad from this week's episode. Um, obviously, we said we'd do it, so that's happening. I've got a text into my mom right now to be like, Mom, send me pictures of me in the 90s. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> so, speaking of parents, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to dads. It was Father's Day a couple of days ago. Um, so, thank you to all of our dads. Um on you know team wait you haven't seen that so thank you to all fathers out there y'all are great and final announcement is just that this week is uh it's Bree's birthday on saturday and it's my birthday on sunday that's right we have back-to-back birthdays and you know what a great way to support us on our birthdays is is by either leaving a five-star review on itunes or becoming a patron we'd love to have you All right, well, I will let you guys go. Have a lovely week, and uh, thanks. Bye.